Welcome back, everybody. I am really, really, really excited. I know you hear me say that quite often, but I'm really excited because uh, last four hours or so, I've been basically watching our next uh, guest, Chan Tang. Uh, I've been watching his interviews and I've been uh, doing all of my research uh, while I was working out, while I was uh, kind of you know doing my chores around the house. So it feels like I already have spoken to Chan for for another, you know about four hours. And now I finally get a chance to ask my question. So it's been a long time coming. Please welcome to the program, Chen Teng. Hey, Alan, thank you so much for having me. Oh, um, I'm glad I've been in your head. Yes. Getting in your mind, man. You've been <laughs> there. You, because of that, by the way, my friend, uh, you reminded me that I need to meditate and I have not meditated today. Uh, I, I don't know if you've done your first uh, transcendental meditation and you're going to be doing your second in the, in the evening but I have not done any of them because of listening to what uh, you were doing while I was on my treadmill. I'm like, you know what? I haven't worked out in a while. I'm going to work out. Since I can't meditate and listen to you at the same time, I'm going to work out. So thank you. I just got my workout in. I, <laughs> I got my work. I am a wonderful influence. Thank you very much, Jen. Thank you. You can say that. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> are. Um, people know you from a, from a variety of places. Uh, I definitely want to start off by talking about Warrior because it's one of my favorite shows. I know a lot of people are so excited uh, to, to see you know, uh, this interview and, and hear from you about Hong, who is an awesome character. I really, really appreciate his energy. Uh, and then I really want to talk acting to you. Uh, I want to talk about acting and then I want to talk more about your upbringing because you and I actually have a lot of things in common, uh, you know, both being uh, immigrants. You came when you were, uh, you know, younger. I came when I was uh, a little bit older as a child, but a lot of those same experiences are really why both of us are driven. And when, you're, when I heard you talk about that drive and the need to work hard, uh, yeah. I know where that's coming from. I have that same, same feeling that is a a huge positive and an enormous weight to carry. So I, yeah. I know I know what that feels like. But let's talk about Warrior and then uh, then we'll get into all the other stuff. We so have a lot to, to chat about, you know. We do. There I think there are a couple more episodes uh, that we're still waiting for in, in season two, but uh, eight dropped uh, on Friday, Friday night. So right. you know I watched eight. Uh, you and I have been connected for a little while. So <laughs> we've we've yep. been chatting after after you know episodes. Uh, by the way, for everybody who's wondering, Chen did not get a chance to keep the fantastic boots that he took off a dude. Uh, those, those, <laughs> those were left behind with the set. But yeah. um, there's, you know, there's exciting conclusion coming up with uh, with nine and ten. I'm not going to ask you about it. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, including myself. I want to, I want to find out. But let's talk about Warrior. Um, it was shot in South Africa. When did you guys get done with shooting season two? It was a year ago or how long ago? Oh, I, you know what? It was the, like June or almost, uh, almost the middle towards the end of June, 2019. Yeah. Yeah. So it was um, it delayed a bit because of, uh, you know what? 2020 is most of the biggest reason. Yeah. You know, that, that's, that's why it was delayed a little bit because we weren't sure and then there was some corporate restructuring stuff it's it's it was like some business something on the business side 
but we we finished last year yeah and uh again i know you and the and the team and kieran and everybody else is kind of promoting yeah. as these episodes drop do you have to re-watch them to remember what the hell happened in episode six versus episode seven uh, did they send you an advanced copy that you can familiarize yourself yeah, with? Yeah, yeah. HBO sent us the screeners. So mm-hmm. we, we got to see the entire season. Like, you know, we can watch it right now again. But um, it's it's so funny because it's all burned into me. Like, you know, I, I was just like, oh, yeah, that happened. Oh, yeah. You know, when I was watching it, because I have I only had it from the other, for seeing the other people's work. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't get to see the other people's work. I I, I saw it like from the story in the script and it's always such a weird thing to see it come alive and see somebody say these things you know and so it was it was really really fun for me to watch before uh the season uh the episode one of this season dropped so we, i just like binged the whole thing as i do you know very cool and were you a fan of uh, warrior before i mean you you came on in season two uh, yeah. Watch the show as just you know as as an observer and as a fan in season one. Well, you know, with the timing of it, okay. um, season one didn't drop before they started shooting season two, which is very unusual. Yeah. They um, HBO renewed the renewed the series for a second season mm-hmm. before season one dropped. So we were over there shooting like almost halfway done with the season two shooting wow. when when it dropped for the first time and we we're like oh okay we got to see it but of course you know before you get up you know when i when i got the role mm-hmm. uh hbo sent me season one and just like the screeners and even some things that were just still like like they had like the tag on it and everything mm-hmm. and and uh so because we wanted to see what we were getting into and so that like you know it was required watching and i really enjoyed it really really enjoyed it i didn't know what to expect to be honest because you know we hadn't seen any of it and i was just completely new to the series and when i saw it i was like man it was really cool because you start getting into it and then it latches on and it's like a freight train you know like season it's like i think right around episode three or four of season one is when it started like you know yeah i um I love the show. And uh, by the way, you know, all the people who are looking at you right now is like, dude, where's the hair? Where, where's the hair? Because oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they've seen the hair in Milan, they've seen the hair in Warrior, and now you've got it all. So uh, they're, they're now, um, in modern day. This is modern day, 21st century gen, not um, 19th or 7th century gen. Yeah, well, I guess they haven't started shooting season three of Warrior yet, so you have time right. to uh, to grow. Um, very, very cool. So let's uh, let's talk more about Warrior. Um, when you got the the character of uh, Hong, who again I love as the character for many reasons, but uh, how much um, how much did they you know how much was on the page? How much did they tell you in terms of what he looks like, what he moves like, what type of weapons is he using? Uh, what you know, uh, sexual orientation is not a big deal in the mm-hmm. series, which I like, but it's mm-hmm. definitely a part of the character. So, mm-hmm. what was presented and what was developed? Um, it was well. The short answer of it was it was about half and half, right? Um, the mm, gosh, what do I? Because I get this question about because like a lot of people, re- I've been feeling a lot of love for the character, which really, really, you know as an honor as an actor to hear and um thank you 
But with this question, it gets a little complicated because <laughs> they were joking that they put down every character description for the audition. Like literally every character description. I think it was, they were like, you know, he is good looking, charming, um, confident. Uh, uh, he is also gay, but also a deadly martial artist. He's from China. He's just like that. And that was from the audition. And, but with the details of, you know, the physicality, how we move, how we see the world, a lot of the humor and the quirks that uh, was brought in as the offer from the actor, you know, and, and also being able to work with Brett Chan and um, the producers and the writers, they were, they were really, really wonderful to work with. Working with HBO they, and, and Jonathan Tropper, he was like, you know what? We're going to meet you halfway. How do you want to look? How do you want to move? How do you want to, you know, we'll, we'll work with Brett Chan as well. And that all went into creative juice for my character, for, for my portrayal. And at the end of the day, like, it really was just such a collaborative, like, it was the, one of the most collaborative projects I've ever worked on. Right. You know, it felt like being in theater. You know, like, well, you know, this is what we do here, you know. And, and you know, with, with Hong, it's such an interesting character because of the stuff that I get to do and say. That is all credit to the writers, okay. right? But the way it's said and, and done, that is like, you know, working with them and, you know, what I brought in to in the day. The sexuality, though, it, it was always a part of Hong. That was always a part of Hong. And I like that, again, it's like um, there is an NBC show uh, called Superstore. And there is a character there who's in the wheelchair. And mm -hmm. he's in the wheelchair, but they don't treat him any differently. And it's just, it's a part of who he is. And it's not a big deal. Nope. Same thing I feel with, uh, with Hong. Yes, he's gay, but nobody uh, really emphasizes it. And nobody cares. And everybody treats him as, as Hong. So that's yeah. the way I think life should be. So I like yeah. um, series that... Uh, say it and move on. And that's, that's, I think, what it needs to get to a point where we don't treat it as a, ooh, it's like, it's not. It's, that's a person, that's a person. Move on. Yes, yeah, yeah. That was also intentional because I think one of the wonderful things about uh, Warrior and the, our show is the way it's designed. Everything, all the little details were all intentional. Everything's very intentional, which is very specific and really fun to, fun to see, you know? That was always intentional, and JT was like um, the the showrunner. He he was like, yeah, it's really interesting. You know, he's a gay hatchet man. It's just, just like a cool backstory. But you know, we don't know why we, we we're not going to shine a microscope on it. Yeah. It just so happens that's just who he is. Done. You know, and I was like, that that was always intentional from the beginning, and that's that's very very cool. So in terms of the weapon, is that a rope or is that a chain? <laughs> I, that is a chain, man. That is a, that's definitely a chain. And uh, I would appreciate you not saying anything besides chain. Um, <laughs> it's just, just to make sure, I'm sorry for interrupting you, but you know, they're obviously in, in the warrior, um, in the warrior fan group on Facebook, uh, people were saying, you know, calling you the rope man. And I did correct them. I said, it is a chain. 
So it's in there, people can see it. And now you have Hong uh, talking about it as well. Please go ahead, I'm sorry. Well, it is a chain because that is always been written as Hong's chain, Hong's chain, Hong's chain. And I will not accept, you know, I'm not gonna, I, I, I'll probably just ignore the question until it's, it's called that. So um, the, 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 the chain mm -hmm. weapon, has always been like, you know, they went through a couple iterations. Uh, I just didn't know that. I, I actually, when I got the role, I didn't know it at first. I thought I was just gonna be like a fighter. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, JT, the showrunner, and Brett Chan are amazing stunt corner. They, they, he, they called me and they said, so Hong, you have a weapon. <laughs> I said, oh, uh, can you tell me about it? Like, um, so I can start preparing and, you know, doing what I need to do to, so I don't show up with nothing. And they said, okay, yeah, so it's a soft weapon. And we're thinking it's going to be something like a whip chain, like a chain. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, and I said, oh, okay. So I got to go study like a, a, like the whip chain. We call it a Jiujiebian. It's a nine section chain in Chinese. It's very difficult because it's soft. And I have a martial arts background um, um, in Kung Fu for about seven years, but I've never gotten to that sort of advanced weapon, right? Mm -hmm. And just the first initial thing is just I'm afraid of hitting myself with it, you yeah. know? Yeah. yeah, because it's, 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 it wraps around. But it's very, it was very, very fun to play with because I didn't know. They said we weren't sure of the length we didn't know if we wanted to make it like very, very long or just sort of like very, very short and sealable. Mm -hmm. Eventually it's um, eventually it's actually settled in as about just a, a normal like length that, that is also hidden as a, mm -hmm. as a, you know, necklace. And, and so it was a very unique offer that the producers gave to me because it gave me so much creatively for the character. Yeah. Like what, you know, they always say, Shoes and accessories, you know, that, that tells you so much about a person. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, right, because you can choose those. Yeah. You know, you choose those, you consciously choose those. And so it gave me so, so much. And it actually gave me one of the first uh, keys in about how Hong sees the world. Yeah, because yeah. he has it uh, here. It's always by his side. And... Uh, right. Yeah, it's it's a very cool thing. Um, uh, talk about martial arts for a second. Uh, so kung fu, any particular you know style, and uh, did you give uh, Atoy any any uh, any advice on the use of broadsword? Um, no, no. They had, we first off with that we had the most world class stunt team you could imagine. The man who was training my kicks is a seventh degree black belt and also the trainer for the. He was a coach for the Canadian Olympic Taekwondo team from, you know, he's a South Korean immigrant. Yeah. The peep, <laughs> one of the guys was doing my previs, a previs for stunts is like they recorded the, yeah. the fight, the way they're going to shoot it from the camera angles and all the way down to those camera angles, but they're using the stunt guys. The guy was playing me in the previs yeah. is a South Korean, like, national champion taekwondo guy like like i'm talking about that's the level of yeah. stunt people that we you know the, the the performers that we had on this 
I cannot sit here with a straight face and say that I am anywhere near a martial artist when I'm with people like that, you know? And so, but, but I have some limited, uh, some limited experience. Um, I've had about seven years of, um, uh, wushu. it's, uh, it's, and also like Southern and Northern fist Kung Fu. Yeah, um, big martial arts enthusiast. I, I have martial arts and actors on the channel. Uh, mm. You know, it's that's if I if I can do a show just talking martial arts, I would do a show just talking about martial arts. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. But There's of, a lot of crossover between acting and martial arts. I find absolutely. And yeah. I was talking to guys. We'll get back to Warrior in a second. But I was talking to uh, uh, to actors who are martial artists, and we were saying, listen martial arts needs to be a part of the acting curriculum because the way in a scene you and i are together it's about me watching what happens with you and being influenced by it it's movement it's eye contact it's attention it's energy it's really that fluidity that's in order for us to understand how to be in a scene we need to take martial arts and i was thinking boxing would be uh, good for it another person yeah. from muay thai or maybe capoeira would be even better for it so, but I think it needs to be a part of the uh, acting curriculum. I, I, I think so too. And if only, if, if only because, you know, all arts affect other arts, all arts are interrelated. You know, there's a way of seeing the world and the way of you know, the pursuit of something and, 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 and knowing of thyself, you know, it's all a, it's all a narrow, they say there's a narrow, narrow journey to the interior. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. And we'll get to meditation. We'll get to some of the other things in just a few minutes. But um, going back to Hong, what I loved, you mentioned a key, right? So the chain, mm -hmm. uh, the chain was one of the keys to get into the, uh, the character of Hong for you. Uh, another way that you um, likened him and kind of how you got there was by you were saying he's like a stray golden retriever. Um, yeah. You know, he has that playful, hard, you know, sweet, loving, but he's also, you know, uh, he was astray. So he grew up on the mean streets and he needed to learn how to defend himself. So now yeah. you have that juxtaposition of the kindness and the playfulness, but also in somebody who's a, you know, violent mass murderer. I, I thought that was <laughs> <laughs> It just makes you laugh. Juxtapositions make you laugh, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I thought, what, what a great way of looking at it because... When, when I'm acting and I'm looking at a character, sometimes they present themselves, as I'm reading something, they present themselves as an, as an animal. And I kind of view them from that perspective. You know, martial arts is really good at it, uh, especially Kung Fu, because you yeah. have the different animal styles. So I found that really, really useful, and I'm glad that uh, you were able to utilize it. I think that, that actually, the, the image of that stray dog came immediately i don't know i don't do it consciously i just like you know sometimes if that comes i i, I really trust i trust and try to follow that instinct because that's that, that to me is like oh something's there you know and that image came to me from the uh audition yeah. and i was this is just from reading the sides and also the character especially the character description right because all i you know all I all I saw there was um, look in a simple nutshell. Imagine a gay man in Qing Dynasty China. <laughs> it's not exactly the nicest, most tolerant, 
<laughs> you know, and, 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 and that's, that's, that's where, that's kind of where it came from. And, you know, you don't turn to this life unless you were born into it or you were dragged into it. So that, that, that all was put into there. And I think that was what sort of gave that um, sort of quirks, the quirks that came out, the humor, um, the, the joyfulness was a big part of that because I don't know why, um, but I, but, but the producers, they really, first, they, thank goodness they connected to it. And they were like, I remember them sending an email back and they were like, you know, they really like the way you played. It's very unique. And uh, they just, it's really enjoyable to watch the quirks. And it is. Sequences. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Yeah. The show, um, it's, it's a drama. This is, this is not a sitcom. You know, Warrior, no. <laughs> Warrior is a heavy, heavy drama. I mean, just <laughs> what happened at the end of episode seven, for instance. Mm. Uh, this is, it's a, or the end of the first season. So it's, it's, a, it's a heavy drama. Um, and it really gets you in that, in that kind of darkness uh, because that's where the people were uh, living at that uh, point in time. So to have levity and to have humor and to have somebody that melds nicely into it but that brings uh, some life and some uh, enjoyment and some smile back into it is is a great relief so, oh i so appreciate that i i really do and but you know it's funny about that it's sometimes the lightest people are the ones who have gone through the darkest stuff and that's why because <laughs> you can sometimes you use the light as your weapon and shield rather than just stewing in it you yeah. know it's true. I think a lot of the comedians, uh, you hear them talk about their lives and they, they've gone through a lot of stuff. Uh, That's right. That's and right. humor was their way of fitting in or humor was their way of deflecting or humor was their way of really kind of bringing people together uh, in the uh, terrible environment. And it's, um, it's true. It sounds, it's, sounds, sounds like Hong's life, isn't it? It does. And yeah, I, again, very intentional. Yeah, another thing that was intentional is you lost uh, about 15, 16 pounds to play yeah. Hong because you, again, going back to that uh, to that stray dog, you wanted him to look skinny uh, yes. of someone who was living on the streets. Again, it's it's these things that as an actor, uh, I, I light up because making sure, how do I embody this different person? And the choices about how he looks, how he moves, what he feels, all of these things come into play. And again, reading and listening to you talk about it, I was like, yep, uh, I'm glad they let him do it. And that's, that is a kudos to the producers and the, uh, and the showrunners. But um, again, I'm, I'm so glad they let me do it too, because again, they were saying, yeah. you know, they were like, we respect your process. So like, you know, we'll meet you halfway. And that's such a rare thing to hear sometimes. So they, when they, when they told me that and I brought, you know, and not everything makes sense, you know, cause they know as you're working on a TV show, they know sometimes your character where it's going before you do. Yeah. Cause you don't get, always get the, 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 the scenes before. Right. <laughs> so it was really, really, really like, it was such a nice meld, mm-hmm. but I never, I, that, that, that just, that creative juice that flows 
you know, when it was, it was such a, it's so joyful as, you know, uh, an arts person to, to, to be able to like, sort of like just fly or, you know, cause you want to fly, right? You want to fly. Yeah. That's, that's why we do this is because we get a chance to live somebody else's life. Uh, that's, you don't want to be, you don't want to be uh, inhibited. You, you want to be uh, let free. That's, that's, all that's right. That's right. Yeah. And uh, the chemistry that you have with the with the other guys, you know, let's uh, the characters, the you know, of Young Jun and the character of uh, Assam. Um, it it really seems like you guys uh, have developed that you know best friend uh, uh, camaraderie. Did that chemistry kind of happen naturally on its own, or did they give you in that boot camp, which I definitely want to talk about because every time you know Maria was talking about it, you uh, put a video of what it's like. I'm like. Oh God, I want to be there. So we'll we'll come back there in a second. But the chemistry between the uh, the three of you did it come naturally? Because the the guys seem like they're a good uh, a couple of good dudes. Yeah, it did. Uh, that that chemistry came very easily for us, right. um, and just funneled it right into the work, you know. But um, that that we were we were fortunate that that it was they were easy to work with. Hell, everybody on Warrior was easy to work with amazing to work with and it really feels like like there are sometimes we're sitting down for lunch you know we're joking around but then all of a sudden the conversation goes into like half an hour of just talking about the craft or what are you going to do you know the scene you know let's talk about this scene i think we need to like this this little you know that moment before you say that and i say this and you know that moment this doesn't make sense to me between us you know like like i'm talking this was a daily occurrence for for half a year you know <laughs> like that's how cool is that how cool is that to work with people who are that passionate about what they do hmm? it's yeah that's why you do this and and i think it also made it a little bit more possible because they did kind of you know they flew you to south africa you guys were all there now you were working out together. You were, you know, working obviously acting together. You were recovering, so it created that whole camaraderie atmosphere, and that probably made it that much better in terms of everything around it. Yeah, it was really fun, and being able to, um, honestly, you know, there was one night when it's like literally two weeks after I got there and it was me and Jason Tobin and we were hanging out because we were the only ones that were sort of living in that Cape Town city center mm -hmm. and it was late at night and nobody on the streets and we're walking back to a um through Cape Town in this strange place and I just looked around and we looked at each other we're like dude this is Hong and Young June yeah. like just just us walking it's like you could feel it, you know, it was easy. And, and luckily that, that, that part of the relationship was, it was, there was so much given to us. There was so much given to us because of that. It made it very easy to work with. Yeah. Um, going, going on, uh, on Jason for a second. Um, you know, that role, it could have been really a flat two dimensional role. And what he did with it uh, is really, really good. It's, it's deep. Uh, you love the character. It's like, and what I what I love about it is that they really did a great job of. You can't pick sides. Everybody has something that you're rooting for, and you don't know. And when e inevitably that fight comes in, where 
you don't know, you have no idea kind of uh, who to root for because you want all of them to win and to be safe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's, it's a sign of a, a really, really excellent show. Yeah. And that's kudos to the writers, man. You know, that all starts with that script, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Um, yeah. How much, uh, again, uh, uh, from an acting perspective, right? So you get the sides or you get the, uh, the things that you need to, the words you need to learn for people who are not in the business. Um, do did they give you opportunity to do takes where there's a little bit more improv to it or, you know, whatever is on the page, that's, uh, that's how it has to be. Uh, you're talking about during when we're shooting it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it was, we, we, we had quite a lot of freedom, quite a lot of freedom, you know, um, especially <laughs> in episode six. And for those that don't know the show, episode six this season is, we call it a bottle episode, which is sort of a self-contained mm -hmm. side quest yep. sort of story. Right. Um, and was directed by one of our own, uh, Dustin Wynn. Yeah. Uh, who is one of the regulars on the show and he's also a director. So it was the last episode that we shot of the season. Really? Yeah, yeah, it was the last one. It was the last one. Most of them had left because there's really, there's only a few of us in the episode. So, yeah. right. And so most of us, you know, most of the cast had already left and went back home and we stayed an extra two and a half weeks to, you know, go off on this adventure in Mexico. And that one especially, by that time, you were so dialed into your own character's life. You're so dialed into this relationship, you know, how you feel about these people. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> about just even like, you can look at something random and you're just like, you have a character thought, you know, you're about, mm -hmm. about it, the way your character would respond. Mm -hmm. And so you're locked in. And by that time, you know, Dustin, we're just playing. We're having a lot of fun. You're playing They're like half the times where you use just improv stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah. So they were very open to it. Some of them made it to the end. Some of them made it did not. Um, they're very, the writers are very flexible. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I want to come back to something. You keep saying HBO. People see it on Cinemax. Yes. Uh, what's the connection between the two? I heard that it may be going to HBO. Uh, oh, uh, so, so a lot of people might not know this. Um, Cinemax is owned by HBO. We're under the HBO banner. Okay, I did. So, yeah, and so, so, so actually, like you know, Cinemax is the channel, but uh, all the people we did, we we talked to the PR, everybody is from HBO. Okay, cool. Thank you for uh, for clearing that up. I appreciate that. No problem. Um, yeah. And then uh, one more thing I wanted to follow up on again: your flexible weapon, the chain. Um, mm -hmm. We're going to keep on saying the chain just to make sure that it never Jeez. gets. <laughs> So um, the flexible weapon, I, I know that you were kind of worried about it hitting you as, as you were practicing. Uh, I see in the you know, upcoming things, Andrew is using uh, nunchucks. So uh, you know, any, any injuries on set of your weapon hitting you in the face or Andrew's weapon hitting him in the face? No, thank goodness. And, and uh, by that, you know, I mean, you know, the, even if the weapon hits you in the face, like the, the stunt weapon is, uh, it was, it was made soft. The tip was made soft. Right. And, but that thing's still fast. It can still like hit you. Um, I didn't hit myself 
actually, I don't remember hitting myself at all. Thank goodness, because maybe the hip I, was so hard you don't remember it, and that's that's fine. right. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't remember a week of South Africa. I don't know why. I think it was last thing I saw was I was playing around with my chain, and um, it was the the weapon actually. What I found was it's a very it becomes very intuitive. Interestingly, it goes where you want it to go. You just think about it, and it goes like, and, and it, it would it would fly that way. Cool. And yeah, so I and that that was kind of an interesting discovery for me. But you try not to think. You just literally, really try not to think about it because here in LA for preparation, I found two masters to work on that a soft weapon like that. I found uh, one who is a kung fu. Uh, a wushu master, a champion, and he, I learned the long nine section step whip. It's a whip chain. Mm. I learned that for him. Yeah. And it's very, very long. It's about three meters, two meters long. Yeah. Mm. And then I found another guy who specializes in a Japanese short chain weapon. It's basically a chain with two heavy weights with points at the end. Yeah. Who, which it actually, it's called a Manliki Kusari, and it actually turned, and that it was what ended up being sort of similar to what I had in the show. Mm-hmm. And it's only about this long. It's like mm-hmm. a two, three foot long weapon. And so learning that and, and working with that just really starts to give you such a cool thing about just the way you need to move and the way someone, this, this person, Hong, would see the world. Yeah. You know, what would it mean to have something hidden, but you always know it's that you have a power hidden within yourself? Mm-hmm. That's literally next to your heart. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's really cool. And uh, again, from the fighting perspective, Chang, uh, Chang, uh, Hong <clears throat> is not a you know is not a direct. He's he's circular. He's moving, and that mimics yes. and that works well with his uh, weapon. He's not about getting hit. He's get, he's getting out of the way and hitting other people. So mm-hmm. it all worked uh, really well together. Yeah, yeah, and and because think about like a person who is from like the some mean streets and you know had a lot of like like suffering through his early life. Like, why would you get hit? Why would you go towards conflict? Right. <laughs> you know, like of course, and and that's actually very usable in every scene you do, every the way you interact with people, the way you look at the world, and it, it all connects together. It's all like a web. Very cool. Um, last thing on on Warrior, and uh, you know, we have to mention this. Warrior is based on the writings of uh, Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee is. Why I started doing martial arts. Bruce Lee is my. You know, half the world started doing martial arts. Uh, I don't have those statistics, but I imagine they're true. Um, and growing up, again, it's it's Bruce Lee, and then Brandon. Uh, I I remember when Brandon died. I was crying. I I was so I was so kind of heartbroken because again it's that it's that legacy so i'm so happy that shannon is is doing this and she's continuing with the uh, legacy of bruce and she's created this uh, the series based on his writing it just it's it's that tree that needs to continue growing i i agree and shannon lee uh, for those who don't know that's the that's bruce lee's daughter uh she was our executive producer and she was the sweetest, kindest, most 
amazing, loving human being you could ever meet. Um, it's a little surreal when she says, oh yeah, dad was, you know, like, kind of like that. I'm like, dad, yes. dad is Bruce Lee. <laughs> I can't get over it, you know? So it's, it was, it was just amazing to, to, to be able to sort of, you know, Bruce Lee's a hero of mine as well, you know, and uh, to be able to even, you know, work on something that, that sort of like touches on his legacy. That's, that's amazing. That's amazing. And it's, uh, it was interesting. I don't know if you and uh, Jason uh, Scott Lee had any conversations, but, you know, Jason Scott Lee played Bruce Lee in the Bruce Lee Legend of Bruce Lee. I, I don't remember the exact uh, name of the mm. film, but I've seen about 15 times. But he was on Mulan. So were you. Uh, mm. I, I don't know if there was any, any kind of uh, communication of, dude, you played Bruce Lee. I'm about to go do Warrior. Um, no, you know why? Because I didn't get, I did not get the role of Hong until after we wrapped. So we was just like, bye-bye. And then now, but I did think about it. You know, I was like, because oh, I really did like that. I love that. Um, I love that. I love that movie. And I love um, just, just, it's, it's, I think, I don't think there's an Asian person out there that wasn't influenced by, at least a little bit by Bruce Lee. You know? right. it's, a, it's the legend himself, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, he'll, he'll always be, you know, a special place in my heart. Uh, I have two of his books uh, right there on my book. Ah, yeah, me too, right there. Uh, I'm sure it's the same books. Uh, and I keep going, I keep going to his Be Like Water. Uh, it's, it, it's become more of how I view life. And right. you keep talking about the malleability of, of the human uh, spirit. Um, yes. it, it really kind of uh, deals a lot with that. And now I'm, I'm doing the whole, you know, Tai Chi <laughs> kind mm -hmm. of thing. It's, that's what it is, right? Sometimes you're soft, sometimes you're hard. It, it, it's a balance. And Bruce Lee, Again, I'm sure it's because uh, I was influenced heavily as a kid, but it stays with you and it continues on. You know, I started doing martial arts because of Bruce Lee. Mm. I, um, to me, by the way, <clears throat> the part that uh, kind of I'm, I'm isolated in a way because when Crazy Rich Asians came out, everybody was saying, this is incredible for our industry and you see so many, uh, you know, Asian people, and this is a, a great movie that built fantastic. I love the movie. I've seen it six, seven times, I don't know. Um, mm -hmm. But I'm so used to seeing uh, Asian people on screen because martial arts movies are movies that I've been watching forever. And for me, that's a norm. And yeah. it, I know that for the most people, that's not a norm. And seeing you know, Asian people on the big screen was a big deal. So uh, I kind of had to, I, I had to have an awakening that, oh yeah, this is different for mm -hmm. some people because I am so used to it because of martial arts. Yeah. And yeah. 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 Same, same. I, I, and plus like, you know, I grew up in China, so right. it's like, I, I, I just never sort of under, that is the end game, isn't it? You know, for someone that's not to like really see that it's so normal that you don't notice. That's the end game for, for representation as, you, as one would 
would call it. Yeah, that's the way it should be. Um, and I think so. It's just like this is oh yeah, that guy or that girl was or that per that man, that woman, that person. Um, not like oh that Asian man, that black man, or that black woman. You know that that just it doesn't need a qualifier. It's just the the person. And the only way we see that is the, the only way something gets normal. Mm-hmm. Is as in Chinese, we have a saying, it literally means what you used to becomes just normal and natural. Yeah. So that, that's it. And then just see it more. And, and that's all we can do. And I see it in children. I have a I have a 16-year-old daughter and a 11 year old son. Oh, wow. Um, but you look so young. Like, like how? <laughs> I am forty-five. Um, so, but thank you. I, what? 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 When you were like, when you, I have, uh, I was thinking, oh, he's got like a two, three-year-old at home. Oh my uh, God. Yeah, it's, uh, and I see it in them as they were growing up, and I was asking them about their friends because. You know, I live in Chicago. Uh, Chicago is a metropolitan city. We have everyone here. It was actually weird for me to go to Seattle. I, I felt like it's different. I, I couldn't quite pinpoint it. Uh, and it, it came to me that you don't have as much diversity in Seattle as they do in Chicago. I'm so used to everybody being here. So, you know, my, my kids grew up with, you know, black kids, Indian kids. Uh, um, you have every, every race, every sexual uh, orientation everybody's in the classroom. So, and what I've noticed with the kids is that when I would ask them about their friends, they would not say, you know, black, or they would not say gay. They would just say a name. Or if they, if I didn't know who they were talking about, they would go into, well, you know, he acts like this, or they would go into another way of describing it. And it's just, it's not a part of the vernacular anymore of these uh, qualifiers that we got used to. And I'm like, thank you. You know, this is hopefully where we as a society is is going because that's where we need to be. I hope so too, because that's just human, you know. Yeah. It's like that person. It's like I'm not that I'm. It's not that I am not aware that they are different than I am. I just am just like it doesn't. It's like a child does, you know. Like it's is the, the childlike way of going about it. Is like the child is really just um, they are aware. They might be aware that if they look different or act differently or that I'm a boy, that's a girl, you know, whatever. But they don't have any like um, judgment about it. That's the thing. That's the wonderful thing that, that, that it's like we are aware that we're different, but you are, you are as me. And that's it. It's, yeah, that's, um, the, that's the great end game and what we are working towards by just being in more stuff, you know, seeing it more. And the judgment, unfortunately, is getting put onto the kids by the parents uh, yeah. or by society that they grow up in. And as the kids become the parents, the more we have of this generational change of kids growing up, not viewing the world that way, but that's where I see it changing. It'll take a while. And you know, representation and having more and more diversity on screen in our industry is definitely helping but also having a black uh, woman as the vice president. Uh, mm-hmm. That's helpful mm-hmm. as well. Um, mm-hmm. So all of these things are positive steps in, in our growth as, as a society. Um, I also love, uh, and again, you know, those of you who are here just for the warrior, we're done talking about warrior. Now I want oh, okay. to- Bye-bye. <laughs>
now I want to talk to Chen about um, the the part that was fascinating to me, kind of listening to you talk, and it's the meditation. It's the you being bicultural of how you view the world because you spent a lot of time in China, even though, by the way, I, I don't know if people know this, but now uh, you were born in uh, Kobe, Japan. Um, mm. You spent time, uh, you know, mostly in China and in the United States in Memphis. So you really kind of feel both uh, ends of that spectrum. I came here as a 14-year-old from Ukraine. So I was born in a you know, communist uh, uh, country like, uh, like China in, in a lot of ways. And then I came and I never went back. So I, I have a part of that experience, but I'm an American with a you know, Russian Jewish uh, heritage. Um, so there are connections there, but you know, my Russian is not as good as it used to be. My Ukrainian, which technically I'm from Ukraine, I can, I can hear it, I can understand most of it, I can read it, I can you know, maybe write it, I can't speak it anymore. So like there is a lot of stuff that got lost because I've been here for you know 30 something years. Now yeah. with you, you had a chance to experience both, which I think as a human, it made you uh, say the same thing that I've been telling to people when I came and people are like, well, how is it over there? Because Soviet Union, this you know closed kind of uh, society, um, people by by in general, I think people are very similar. Um, you have, you know, parents, they're working, they're trying to, you know, give the best to their you know, children. Uh, children are raised, they go through school, they play sports, and society is, is not that different anywhere. And you had a chance to, uh, to see that and hopefully to uh, help both sides understand because you've lived in both. And I find that really fascinating. Yeah, yeah. The the biculturalness, mm. that feeling, it really lets you see um, how different, but also how similar people are, right? And really, when we're we're all just human, you know, like that's that's the wonderful thing about that, that I think acting really allows us to do is like you know this to, our job is to really just express truth, our truth, right? And Human truth is just human truth. It's that's why when you express truth, people connect to it, and and so knowing that from a young age, I mean, I believe I moved almost six times to different different places, like um, you know, Japan to China to to back to Japan, back to China, back and and to the deep south of America. And before I was like seven, eight years old, you know, that does something to you when you see all that that change you really start to feel this sense of um that's why i call it like the malleability of the human mind and spirit you will be surprised how quickly you start to feel different you know just based on your environment just based on you know how you you'd be surprised how fluid we are if we allow ourselves to do so right and yeah. um, I think this is why, uh, again, you you weren't you didn't start out uh, thinking that you're going to be an actor. You, you you wanted to be a soldier, which I found, by the way, very cool that you get a chance to play a soldier on Mulan. And yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> what a nice gift from the universe uh, for you to have that experience. Um, let's actually touch upon that before we move on to the what I started saying. But 
I, I know you're a really uh, um, uh, self-aware uh, and uh, and in touch with your spirituality person. So when you were in a boot camp uh, on Mulan, and when the, you were going through that, was there a part of you that said, okay, now I get a chance to really be that soldier and I don't have to actually serve in the army to do it? No, no, because I, I couldn't sit here and say that even if I played a soldier, like a modern day soldier in a film or movie, I might just be able to just barely touch on that, right? And I might be able to feel similar, but I, I won't sit here and say like, yeah, you know, that's anywhere near like a military experience. At the end of the day, we are just still playing, you know? Yeah. And, and so, but, but it was still fun because I was like, yeah, this is like, you know, it, it felt like, like you, you really got to feel some of these feelings. I really got to feel what it felt like to like, wow, man, I can't make it up this mountain. <laughs> like, you know, carrying your, your, your friend, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Um, but, but, yeah. Yeah. I, my my closest uh, thing to military service, which is not military service at all, was for my <clears throat> uh, when uh, my wife and I get married for the bachelor uh, party. I told uh, my friends, you know, no strippers. You know, we're not doing any of that. So they they booked. Um, uh, yeah, they were all really really upset with me. <laughs> um, we we went to play ping pong. Uh, ping pong. Uh, ping pong is one of my favorite games. Uh, my son and I played daily in the basement. Uh, no, we went to play paintball, and uh, I distinctly remember um, experiencing when you raise your head and there is a paintball right in your forehead. And oh! I remember a thought saying, "Thank God this is not real war, because I'd be dead right." That's and exactly. that feeling was the closest and hopefully the closest I'll ever come to it. But that feeling was the closest to saying, holy shit, I don't want to do that. And mm -hmm. thank God I'm not. Because growing up in the former Soviet Union, I was supposed to go to the army. My parents brought me here so I wouldn't go to the army because there was uh, Afghanistan and I would have been drafted and oh, uh, yes, to Afghanistan, yes. uh, yep. which would have who knows if I would have even survived uh, that. So yeah. like that thing, that brought me back to, okay. And uh, I have family members uh, who were military. My uncle is a, is a Navy. Uh, my dad uh, spent five years in the Navy. So I grew up kind of around that, just like your family, there was uh, you know, a lot of military in your family. So mm -hmm. I grew up thinking, hey, you know, this is cool. And not until you experience that thing flying in your forehead that you say, it's not cool. <laughs> not at all. I don't want to yeah. do this for real. Yeah, yeah. Then you start to get the feeling of, you know, the, the, there's nothing quite like feeling something for real when it's for real. And that's the reason to go back to your question. I'm like, I can't sit here and say like, oh, yeah, kind of got what it feels to be a soldier. Yeah. I get that question sometimes and I'm like, well, you know, it's the Disney movie, and not, even even if I did a movie like Black Hawk Down, you know, yeah. I could feel similar, but there's so much in there that it's like, you know, those are real bullets flying, you know. And of course, you know, as an actor, is in the moment, yeah, you're, you're believing, you're believing it, but there's something about it that, yeah. wow, you know, <laughs> that's 
those are real things flying, you know, and that, that, that right there is, that's, that's for, for that reason. I can't, I can't say that, you know, it's, that's fair. I, I, I respect that. I take that back. It's, it's the thing we as actors get a chance to do is I knew that in this life, um, I could not be a doctor, a lawyer, a soldier, a, uh, you know, a fireman, uh, a politician. I could not be all of these things because I have to focus on one. But if I'm an actor, I can feel what a part of it is, is like, uh, yeah. and we can live multiple lifetimes through this one life. So mm. that that was one of my drawing forces into going into acting is because I, I'm fascinated by humans just like you are of the human experience. Right. What are people like? You know, what what would they react uh, in this particular uh, you know situation? What happens if they were dropped off you know uh, somewhere? Uh, what would they be like? That fascinates me. My wife always gets upset when we go travel somewhere and we're on the beach. She wants to lay in the sun. And I want to go around talking to people because I know that there are people from Germany and from Canada and from Italy. And I want to talk to them and I want to find out how life is. That's, that's yeah, my thing. Yeah. So yeah. It's fascinated by people. Yeah. Um, meditation, which is, uh, which is where I wanted to get to. Um, and actually for those who tuned out, uh, after, after we said that we're done talking to warrior, that will be another question about warrior. Ha <laughs> ha. Um, I know that, uh, that you do, uh, meditate. Did you find that you continued doing meditation while you were on set as well? I really try to make it part of my life. You know, yeah. it's just like brushing your teeth. It's like brushing the brain. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I did do it. Um, you know, try to do it regularly yeah. during, during our both, both Mulan and, and doing warrior because it really centers me. I, I find that acting is incredibly draining, uh, energetically, physically, psychologically, uh, is just, it's a draining experience. It can be a very fulfilling and fun experience, but it's really mm -hmm. draining because of the long, um, you know, long hours on set, uh, having to yeah. learn everything. There's, it's a very stressful environment. So um, that's where I went with the meditation when I heard about it. It's like, did mm. you find that it helped you kind of get everything back under control in your own bubble so you have the energy to continue uh, doing what you need to do? I think that it helps me be more present. Therefore, you just accept if you're tired. Like, if you're tired, you're tired, you know? So, but, but sometimes there's resistance. It feels like if I don't meditate, I feel like, a, I feel like I'm underwater. I can't quite hear things that well, <laughs> like, you know, I, I, and it's not that I, you know, I wouldn't notice until I did it until I meditated some more, you know, because sometimes I do a meditation, I open my eyes and I'm like, oh, I didn't notice these patterns on this rug or this paper towel or something, you know, like and these little things that like the conscious brain is sort of, ignores or takes for granted but it's actually part of it. We're, we're we're surrounded by a lot of things all the time mm -hmm. so so that that is you know the short answer to that is i don't think it gives me more energy it just helps me be more in the present moment which allows me to sort of make it through it you know in terms of the the acting approach because i know that uh you love really getting into the character and uh 
kind of grounding yourself uh, in there and you're being called a chameleon, which, uh, which is a, it's a term uh, that, uh, of respect for an actor. Um, do you find that it's easy for you to snap out of it and know, okay, I'm, I'm Chen and that's, you know, Hong or that's Yao uh, or it takes a little time kind of to get away from that different energy and feel of the character. You know, it, it's a funny way that you phrase it. I don't actually separate myself from the character. I don't ever be like, oh, that is, he does this or like, because for me, I actually, you know, it's, I, my belief is it's always me. Yeah. Interestingly, though, like, if you believe that you're infinite as well. Yeah. It's just a different me yeah. bent, you know, like, you know, and, and because it's always going to be, look, I'm aware that I'm myself. So I'm not really, um, I, 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 I'm not like saying, oh yeah, like this experience is, is I, I can't, I have to, I have a hard time stepping away from this character. And I guess that's just the way that it's been phrased for me. I'm more like, I have strange different responses to different things. If I've been living in a different vibration for a while and, and I'll give you an example to make it concrete. We were towards the end of the season in Warrior and we were shooting episode six and we went out to a very far remote place in South Africa. Yeah. We're sitting in the van and you know, the guys are talking about, um, they're talking about what they're going to do afterward and da, 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 da. And I'm like, they're like, yeah. And, and I did something. I, I invited myself to their get together. <laughs> I'm just like, Oh yeah, I'm here. I'm going to do like, you know? And, and I was like, I can't believe I did that. That was so Hong. Oh, yeah. But that was never something I would have done on Mulan. Hmm. Or here in LA. Yeah. Ever. I've never done that in my life. I've never. I'm like, where did this come from? Yeah. It's just the different habits that you get used to. And I'm like, is that Hong or is that me? No, that's me, man. You know, and 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 that for me is like when it's like because we allow that of ourselves, we realize that we can go to so many of these different places. Hmm. And that is, I think, what makes this sort of like a chameleon-esque yeah. because you know when put it put it simply it's like when you when you speak russian or you speak a different language don't you feel different don't you yeah. seem different you know people are like you're just like a different person you know yeah yeah, yeah. That's, and that's about it so that's a long-winded answer to your question but um that that is about as accurate as i can portray yeah. And I appreciate that. I, I know uh, everything about you is is truth. Uh, so I appreciate. Try it. to try to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do as well. I, I I keep telling people that you know I always tell the truth, but that's not true either because sometimes telling the truth hurts the other person, and I don't yeah. want to do that. So, but yeah. Yeah, it's the the intention is always to be truthful and honest and as self aware as possible. Yeah. Mm. Um, very cool. Listen, I, I know I can talk to you for you know another hour, and uh, I, I, 
questions. So you're always welcome on the show. I, I would love to continue this discussion. I will be pinging you after, you know, this Friday and <laughs> next Friday when, you know, the uh, eight and no, nine and 10 uh, drop. But uh, I'm glad that I didn't ask you any questions because I really do not want to know anything that you wouldn't be able to share anyway. I want to be surprised. I want to live in that moment. I want to see what happens. And the Wait only till next, this, this coming week, all I can say is like episode nine is one of my favorites. Okay. And it's bananas. <laughs> like, it's just bananas. <sighs> I, I mean, like, we love this show from top to bottom. Like, the fans, we love the fans because they're amazing. And but, but everybody is just like, this is like a real like labor of love. But when when I say like this show is what it's it's like a train. It just like keeps going. It gets um whatever you feel like has been crazy in this last couple of I, I will say it gets a little yeah. bit jumped up. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. I, I can't I can't wait. And then the inevitable thing of we're gonna have in two weeks we're gonna get everything done and then we have to wait and we don't know if there's gonna be a season three. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, any news? I don't know if, uh, if uh, well, A, if well, you want to say something, or B, if you know anything about it. But uh, have you heard anything about season three? Um, as of, because Cinemax is getting out of the um, scripted television game, we are the, currently the last show on Cinemax. Okay. That, that, and, and so it really depends because we, both our seasons go to, HBO Max to be streamed. Hopefully that finds a much wider audience because I'm, and I'm an honest dude, just like you are, you know, like, if I'm not on a good show, I'm not going to be like, it's the best things. And, you know, I, I would just be like, I like my show. Right. But I, this show is actually, it's genuinely good. It's really, it's very well done, you know? And I just think like when, when people see it, everybody that I've, I've talked to interviewers and stuff and they're like, you know, when I started watching this show. I just got hooked and I just can't, it's, it's just well done. So hopefully we find a bigger audience um, and more people will get a chance to see it. And then who knows, right? Because we right now are just, it's sort of, it's not, it, it's the best way I can describe it is it's in limbo. Yeah. You know, well, it's in limbo. Um, you know, Cobra Kai, which is, which is a wonderful show. I love Cobra Kai as well. They went from YouTube, they went on Netflix and they blew up. So I'm, I'm hoping same thing happens to Warrior because I am a genuine fan of Warrior. I think it's fucking awesome. And I I wanted to, to have as much uh, of an audience as it can. And I want more. So it's, it's my show. We were always intending it to be like at least four or five seasons because, um, but, but that, but, but it was, uh, honestly, it was just like with the merger between AT&T and Warner Media and all that stuff. And I won't get into it too much because it's, it's like business stuff, right? But um, it's really just like when corporate restructuring happens, sometimes you're just like, we don't know because right now we're in the age of streaming. And uh, I, I think that's where most people consume their stuff. Yeah. And, 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 but for me, I'm like, I'm just really excited because once the season ends, we, we go to HBO max and uh, we'll see what happens from there. Yeah. Never say never because things, stranger things have happened really. 
I, I, I really hope so. I signed the petition. Uh, there's a petition going around to... Uh, to <laughs> yeah, yeah, we saw that. Yeah, Thank I, you. I, I signed the petition. I, I'm going to keep harping on it. And uh, Joanna, uh, Joanna Vanderham, uh, who plays that yes. Penelope, who's... I am blown away by, by her acting uh, yeah. in general. She's supposed to be coming onto the show, so I can't wait to talk She's to her. She's wonderful. She's so wonderful. And thank you so much, uh, brother. I, I really appreciate it. You're, you're a genuine, Alan. great uh, guy. Please uh, stay in touch. I, I really, really enjoyed it. Alan, thank you so much for having me. This is so enjoyable. My pleasure. Really appreciate it. Thanks to everybody for tuning in. I, I, I know you love a Warrior as much as I do. I know you appreciate Chad as much as I do. And I can't wait to talk to you all about it. Please put your comments uh, below the video. And I'll see you in the Facebook group. Take care, everybody. Bye, guys. Thank <laughs> you.